This is Yolanda Robbins, your host of the Parish Property Chronicle. In this episode of the Parish Property Chronicles, my guest is Sarah Bystrom, an international attorney based in Paris. Before Sarah founded her firm in 2010, she was the in-house legal officer at Branded Entertainment Network, a subsidiary of Microsoft, founded by Bill Gates in 1989. Her firm, which caters to international clients, provides legal services related to real estate, tax, compliance, and more. Let's hear how Sarah can assist you with your legal needs as it relates to your property in Paris. Sarah, thank you for joining us today on the Paris Property Chronicles. Um, First, let me ask you how you and your family are doing since the release from lockdown in Paris. Thank you, Yolanda. I'm very happy to be with you today. Uh, We are fine, and luckily nobody had uh, any COVID-19 problems, so uh, that's, um, that's a good thing. And we also are happy to recover uh, more or less usual um, habits and um, things are uh, taking on again. And that's, um, that's wonderful. We're happy for that, all of us. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you're an attorney based in France, but originally from Sweden. Uh, can you share with our listeners a little bit about your background? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, yes, I'm a Swede, but I think I have become French over time. Um, it, it began when I was 14, and my grandmother brought me to France for two weeks, uh, and that was such an experience. Um, I got totally charmed by Paris, and it must have been visible because people talked to me in French in the streets, and that was such an ultimate compliment for me. And I got totally, um, uh, yeah, charmed really with French language. So I studied a lot. I studied in Switzerland. Uh, I was fille pair there and studied at Alliance Française. And then I also studied French in Stockholm. And finally ended up in France with uh, university studies. How long have you been practicing law in France? Okay, so um, I've been practicing law since uh, about 20 years. In fact, I was starting law studies uh, at Sorbonne Law School mm-hmm. in Paris. And, um, and then uh, when I finished all these years of law studies, I um, happened to work in-house uh, for 10 years as an in-house lawyer for uh, Bill Gates Corporation. Bill Gates um, of Microsoft? Bill Gates of Microsoft himself. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, had, he, he, he was passionate about um, images and he had a, a, a media um, company. Uh, so, and I started the legal department over there uh, in Paris. So uh, I started that EMEA, uh, Business and Legal Affairs Department, and mm-hmm. worked there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. It was so interesting. Um, uh, to do this uh, purely international and European and French perspectives uh, from a legal uh, standpoint. And um, yeah, and then I uh, got my attorney counsel uh, license at the Paris Bar and started my own international law firm. A notaire is more transactional. You're more relationship-based. So you accompany your client through uh, not just the acquisition of the property, but there are reasons why uh, a, a person might need legal services beyond that. 
can you tell us some of the services that you provide uh, specifically uh, with your firm and, and for real estate? Yeah, sure. Um, we, uh, we can often uh, also uh, be, um, uh, be uh, at the client side uh, for any, um, for any uh, question that could uh, occur when there's water damages. Uh, for instance, which, which happened several times, water damages uh, between the promes, the first contract, the pre-contract, and the final contract. So how do I manage that? Um, how, what arguments can I use? How can I read that specific clause? And how can I be sure to act quickly? Mm -hmm. um, and, um, or if I want to do uh, paintings, what about, the, uh, what about the, the dangerous materials in the paintings? What about insurances? Mm -hmm. um, and so options also, renovations, restorations, all these questions. Uh, can be important. Sometimes we need to also um, uh, get in contact with the bank if there's a, a loan. Mm -hmm. um, and we can also, of course, more generally after the purchase, uh, also um, take enforcement measures for uh, rents that haven't been paid. Uh, we can eventually remove, uh, participate with a bailiff to removal of tenants. And, um, Which is never an, a very easy thing. So you really have there's no, a process, really. Yeah, and there's a process that you have to go through to do that. Yeah. I imagine. Mm, mm, absolutely, and that's so for these legal actions and proceedings, um, we we really have a role to play, and um, uh, so uh, so I really believe we can be in complementary uh, situation to a notary. Um, and also sometimes it's good to have uh, um, a lawyer who can explain exactly why the 150 pages of enclosures right. uh, <laughs> are necessary. <laughs> Besides English and French, and I presume Swedish, do you speak any other languages? Uh, I also speak um, some Danish um, because my father was Danish. Mm -hmm. And uh, a little German, uh, uh, so I can I understand quite well German, uh, but I should just need to to talk a little more. Okay. Uh, um, when when people are interested to purchase a property in Paris, the, the you know the we've spoken a little about uh, a little bit about in our previous uh, episodes about how to do that. But owning there are certain um, uh, incidences or when people might need an attorney when owning a property, let's say they want to do renovations, hmm. um, is, uh, if they want to do renovation, is it, are, uh, do you have a suggestion from a legal standpoint, um, that they might, uh, need an attorney and, and if so, for, for what, for what reason? Yeah. Um, I do believe, uh, generally in France, it's very good to, uh, have somebody not only understands the language, but who can uh, surely uh, have a look at the contracts, the cost estimates, and um, check out if uh, there is something that is excessive. Mm -hmm. Because you can see that when people are from abroad, uh, non-residents, foreigners, even mm -hmm. though speaking perfect French, uh, in sometimes legal, administrative, and uh, how can I say contractual, uh, situations are can be quite tricky, even for French 
people. Mm -hmm. So um, it can be a good idea uh, at least to have a lawyer looking at the contract, um, advising eventually uh, for the execution of the renovation to go there often to have a sort of control on the workers mm -hmm. um, and to be sure that all the criteria for completion um, are set forth in a clear way and are respected because we can see a lot of, um, um, of difficulties with renovations and restorations and works uh, generally. So in order to avoid, uh, and that's my often my position, in order to avoid difficulties, I uh, think that from a risk management standpoint, it's better to, um, to be precautious uh, in the beginning. Right, so basically to be prepared. And, exactly. Right, okay, so um, does your firm offer any tax-related uh, services when it comes to property and your clients? Yes, absolutely. Um, we, uh, we offer uh, all type of services. Of course, uh, many will be, uh, many questions will relate to uh, wealth taxes, Mm -hmm. uh, the EFE, IFI, uh, former ISF. Um, you're going to have to. You're going to have to explain all of I those acronyms. I'm going to. I'm going to explain. So IFI, EFI, is the uh, uh, since 2018 the new word for the wealth tax in mm -hmm. French. Um, so un peu, um, uh, un peu, um I fell off. That's okay. Um, so, uh, but it's it's it has changed a little since 2018 mm -hmm. because um, we now only uh, take into account uh, real estate property uh, with a value of more than one million three hundred thousand euros, mm -hmm. and you can deduct only from that value um, reparational costs. Um, or the uh, property tax, uh, tax foncière. Mm -hmm. So, and then the calculation is a little complicated, but it is indeed uh, mandatory to declare uh, when you have um, a property exceeding that value. And um, so we do these declarations. Uh, we can contest penalties. We also do, uh, of course, advice advising in, uh, in uh, all tax questions, how much um, do I have in, uh, in um, um, what is the word again? Um, yeah, for tax returns, for instance, we do tax returns. Mm -hmm. um, we also um, 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 advise in capital gain uh, matters. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like to go back just for a second to the wealth tax, because what you just mentioned, the calculation, not the calculation, but what the wealth tax is imposed on is quite different than what it used to be. So before uh, 2018, that tax was on what? On your global income or all your assets in France? But now it's just on property in France. Is that right? Absolutely. It, uh, it took into account even, um, even, um, uh, even um, any immaterial asset, mm -hmm. such as actions, uh, uh, insurance, life insurance, capital, mm -hmm. um, houses as well, property as well, but not mm -hmm. only. Um, so um, it has the, 
the uh, yeah, so it has diminished the type of of uh, assets uh, that is taken into account, but the amount, the minimum of amount, uh, has re remains. So there is no uh, difficulties in that. It just means that um, that there are less. There are also less means to deduct mm -hmm. um, costs. Mm -hmm. But the threshold amount is 1.3 million? What is yes, it? euros. Mm -hmm. 103 million. million euros, okay. And then you also talked about um, capital gains taxes. Yes. Um, and it should also be noted for our listeners that that's only if you sell a property at a gain. And can you just explain a little bit about that, um, the capital gains taxes, and how you might be able to help people when they do sell their property? Yeah, so um, the, it seems important uh, when, you, uh, when you do uh, invest uh, in property uh, to have a reflection more generally. Uh, and um, so before, um, before purchasing, but also before selling, the, the structure uh, of your investment, if you have a company under which uh, type of, of way you're going to um, um, own the asset or purchase uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. is, is important and so um, the, the capital gain uh, is um, the calculation is a little complicated because it depends on if you have um, uh, been in the ownership for a long time it mm -hmm. depends on uh, if it's uh, your principal residence and uh, but it can be quite important an important amount Mm -hmm. And uh, under specific circumstances, though, non-residents from EU can be exempted. But it's quite uh, a, quite a complicated uh, situation. Um, so, uh, and tax questions, by the way, tax uh, measures change very often in France. Very At often in the, in the world. They change all the, the time. <laughs> every, every year, but uh, every year it changes. And I, I perhaps the COVID situation will make them change again, mm -hmm. but it's really quite unstable. So um, again, from a risk management standpoint, since there is a lot of declarative uh, obligations, I think it's it's a good idea uh, to to ask for an advice before, mm -hmm. um, so that you can arrange for the for the way you. Let's say you you have a um, a property uh, since twenty eight years, and you want to sell it. And it, if you had known that you want you can if you wait until thirty years of of ownership, then you have no uh, capital gain tax. This so is something that's absolutely <laughs> sure that and that's that's worth every penny of legal yeah. advice. Do, do does your firm? Um, uh, prepare tax returns for for a client. Yes, yes, we also do. Uh, I, in fact, work a lot with um, the non-residents uh, tax administration, uh, and I do it also with inheritance questions, uh, because often in, in, in inheritance matters, uh, there is a real estate property. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, I also declare and take care of these interactions with the tax administrations in any type of situation, in fact. Is it advisable for non-residents of France to have a will prepared in France? Yeah. Um, 
this question uh, depends a lot of the applicable uh, treaties. So um, it also varies, of course, uh, regarding the situation of that non-resident, um, uh, depending of uh, if the person is married, how many children he has, how many houses and where, uh, where he comes from at the first place, is it overseas or from the EU? But it's uh, often quite interesting for inheritance purposes. Um, and for non, uh, for EU residents, sorry, for EU residents, it's even more interesting since 2015 because mm -hmm. you can um, choose applicable law through that will. So uh, even if you have houses in several countries in the EU and, um, and you live in another country, you can, under, under certain conditions, choose the applicable law. So let, let me see if I understand. So if you have a, uh, a will in France yeah. and you designate that you want the property to go to this person. In France, they can respect they, they can respect that will and it won't be overruled by if the person's a resident somewhere else. Uh, in fact, we have the possibility to choose applicable law to the hmm. whole to the whole inheritance, to all the inheritance goods. Now um, as you also know, there is um, um, a principle that um, that for a French principle uh, that um, any real estate located in France on French territory is should uh, go under French law. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it's uh, it's um, you can um, you can by will have your child in another country have that, um, that real estate property. And then even though you need to make a declaration uh, in France, et cetera, but it has opened up uh, the possibilities to choose, for instance, uh, Sweden, which has no, um, no taxes on inheritance, uh, for instance. So because in EU, um, national legislations are still very different and um, evolve as well, of course. But there is really interest in um, trying to have a look at the whole financial uh, economic situation for a person. Mm -hmm. And of, often, by the way, it could be interesting to make a donation uh, in that sense um, before doing a will or in preparing inheritance situations. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That's, that's very useful. Um, in the current pandemic environment, are there any specific legal issues um, in general, and even those related to real estate that, that you think might uh, be of interest to our listeners? Um, yeah. Uh, so um, one of the things is that um, the decrees of notaries fees uh, that should be applied in 2020 has been postponed until mm. 2021 mm -hmm. there was a little decrease to be prepared but it's going to be uh, applicable in 21 uh, also notaries has obtained during that crisis and this crisis and because of it uh, to um, go forward uh, in full digital form even with the act authentique with the final sales agreement purchase agreement and online 
with digital certificates. And that is valid until 8, August 10 uh, this year. So that is quite, a, quite an advantage. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems nevertheless that in many cases, people don't have um, necessary digital signature certificate uh, or they don't have the, uh, the, the equipment, necessary equipment. But because there could is, be an instance where somebody uh, intended to purchase a property before the lockdown. They went back home and the, the, the transaction needs to go forward. So this basically expedites the process without having to get the necessary um, validations and certifications that you did before. You can do everything electronically and digitally. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And, but that's only in place until August 10th. For the yes. August, for the moment. For the moment, it may okay. change. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, besides uh, real estate legal services, what other services do you provide? And tax. We talked about that, but um, I, I think your firm provides a breadth uh, of, of services. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about those other services? Yes. So, one of the questions that uh, individuals uh, from, from foreign countries or, um, or non-residents have, uh, uh, often also concerns, as I mentioned, um, maybe questions uh, concerning bank relationships, um, administrative questions of other type, um, even, um, even insurances uh, sometimes, um, questions uh, ending contracts may be compli complicated, mm -hmm. um, uh, a lot of banks have different means of communication, not responding very qu quickly or easily. Um, and so also joint ownership um, can be a problem or at least can be quite tricky mm -hmm. sometimes um, when you need to have your uh, copropriété, your joint ownership um, uh, manager, for instance, le syndic, mm -hmm. you have to make them understand something that may be complicated. Um, so there are several layers of um, actors um, in questions that can be quite um, formal and also very legal. Mm -hmm. So in, in that sense, real estate questions of all kinds may occur even once you, you, you purchased uh, your, um, your real estate property. Uh, and renovations, as we said, if you want to rent it. So what are the rules for renting? Um, mm -hmm. what if I rent it with the furniture or without, um, how can I declare it? What about Airbnb, uh, situations, um, and how do I declare all these, mm -hmm. uh, revenues? Um, so, and then eventually if you have, as we said, a tenant that isn't paying, that refuses to, uh, to, um, take the actions she should take or he should take then we can, of course, act together with our other legal um, um, partners. Um, so so that, that these are actions that are really, um, that are really um, how can I say, linked to real estate. Mm -hmm. And um, so, and then in parallel, we also um, help uh, non-residents with um, creating companies or even individual um, activities. 
Individual activities, what do you mean if, if someone is interested? Uh, I mean, as auto-entrepreneur or micro-entrepreneur, entrepreneurs ah. um, doing, um, I don't know, somebody who's, um, who's doing uh, for fun, um, um, who's um, suing masks or something and want to sell them. Sure, so. sure. <laughs> and they're, 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 so you help people in, in creating business as well, creating yes. the... the, the um, the legal aspects of their of their business. So if they want to sew masks, and which is a big thing right now, um, yeah. you 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 can help them structure a company. Do you help people who are interested to? Uh, I, I have a lot of clients, not a lot, but several who um, eventually th they buy a property and they come from time to time to enjoy it. Now they're thinking about renting it long term. But do you provide services for people? Who eventually want to live here in Paris to help them to help them do that to get the necessary to go through the, the process of becoming a full-time resident and potentially a citizen of, of France uh, yes um, I do that as well um, I really have specialized on these non-resident questions because uh, of of the situation and you know when my uh, my international um, I can I say origin anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel happy to help with these questions. And uh, for depending a little bit from which country you come from, it's less or more complicated to become French. I also want to mention that for real estate purposes, mm -hmm. as a lawyer, I can take actions for everywhere in France uh, because I, in case there is a legal proceeding, I can have um, an associate attorney. Mm -hmm. at the at the at the court uh, for instance let's say in the southern france but i can also in your place eventually go there and sign uh, when you're um not available to come to france which i've done uh recently again mm -hmm. and um so it's totally possible for me to be your legal representative uh working with all these other notaires um real estate agents as a, as a team. Well, that's yeah. great. It's nice to know that you have lots of partnerships and lots of collaborations and that your services extend beyond Paris because there are people who are interested in, in, in property in Bordeaux and Nice and Lille. Um, and also, it's also good to know that we can reach you uh, digitally now because that's what we're doing. We're spending a lot of time doing that as well. Sarah, I want to thank you for joining us today. I truly appreciate your time, and I hope that you and your family continue to be safe and healthy and um, wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Thank you, Paris Chronicles. I'm Yolanda Robbins. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Paris Property Chronicles, property tailored for you.